You are listening to College Success Habits with Jesse Mogul, episode 14. Welcome to the show. Oh, this show's the best. The best show. Best show. Best show ever. Welcome to the College Success Habits podcast. Do you want to triumph through school and have a little fun along the way? Learn habits to help you attain better productivity and hacks to help you slide through classes at any age. Here's your host, college circuit speaker, Jesse Mogul. Welcome back to College Success Habits, everyone. Thank you again for joining me here. It is a pleasure to have you. If you haven't already subscribed, rated, or reviewed, please let me hit you up for that one more time. Go down, check it out, whatever app you're listening to this on. It would be amazing to have you. Whatever you would like to say in your feedback, I am more than happy to hear. There is no failure. There's only feedback. So by all means, please subscribe, rate, review. That is my push. It obviously helps, especially in iTunes. They are always changing their algorithm. And I want people to find me. <laughs> you know that. We're an Instagram culture. We all want people to find us. So let's talk about college success habits. So for the last few weeks, um, the last three episodes, in fact, I have been going over the seven principles that govern my life my seven principles for college success. Um, if you are just joining us, please, by all means, go back and listen to episode 11, where I go over them. Um, we have open-mindedness as number one, courage as number two, decisive as number three, action as number four. Then we have the all-important discipline as number five, of course, flexibility, because that's imperative to life, is number six. And then tenacity is number seven. I'm a huge fan of all of these. Obviously, I wrote a book about them. <laughs> that will be coming out in the fall. You'll be able to have that when I come out to your college and speak or you know, via the myriad of ways. I'll make sure that that gets to you. So let's dive in, y'all, because it's really, really a pleasure to have you back. And I want to get to the point because sometimes these go a little longer than I'd prefer. In fact, the Two of the last three have broken 30 minutes, and that was not what I wanted them to do when I first came up with the idea for this show. To me, decisive is so important for so many reasons. Let me dive into what decisive is for me. So when I started looking for jobs after college, it was a bleak picture. I was expecting more, especially after spending 12 years in school. And no, I'm not a doctor. I will say that at the beginning of all my speeches, and you will hear me say that plenty of times in the podcast. See, I, I moved to Dallas from Gainesville. My dad came out there and got me. I was a year out of getting a DUI. I had gotten all that stuff taken care of, and it was time to leave school. I was acting the fool. Um, when I got to Dallas, it took me a couple months. My stepmom had to bust my chops, got into a huge fight with her, and so I started interviewing for gigs, and most of them I was finding on Craigslist, and I was not happy with the paths I was seeing open up for me. The jobs I wanted, working at journalism-oriented establishments and anything related to that field, were not clamoring for my services. I did not have the best portfolio because I wasn't paying attention as well as I hope you are in your college career. Uh, perhaps it was because I wasn't really in the mood for those jobs. Uh, perhaps it was my lackadaisical interviewing techniques. Either way, it seemed only sales jobs. Restaurants and banks were saying yes. And the thought of clocking in day to day for those companies, it did not appeal to me. No doubt it won't appeal to you either. See, I took journalism as my major 
because I wanted to live an adventurous life filled with traveling and exotic food, exotic, exotic, exotic. That's literally all I wanted from my first job out of college was exotic. So when I found a gig overseas working for a media company that what, what, what they basically did was put together investment reports. What in reality they did was sell, sell advertising in these investment reports, and that's how they funded the investment report that was put into USA Today, Wall Street Journals, uh, some newspapers in China and Europe as an insert. So maybe people read it, maybe they didn't, but it was basically a gigantic advertorial. But it was in the journalism field, and it got me out of Dallas. And I was super pumped about this. I jumped at the chance to take it on. It was, again, journalism-oriented, tons of traveling, like passport travel heavy. And so I went all in on the interview. I knocked it out of the park. I was hired on the spot. I was told I'd be leaving for Belgium in less than two months. It was a no-brainer to take that job. I was decisive. I got on it. The company didn't seem as legit as I'd hoped, but the allure of traveling and the adventure spoke to me in such a way that its loudness overwhelmed any of the kind of trepidations I may have had about the legitimacy of this job. I felt like if nothing else, I wouldn't just get left in like Bangladesh or Thailand. Like These people would get me home. I was decisive to the point that I way overlooked the red flags and just charged forward headfirst. Again, super courageous, right? The experience was amazing. Absolutely amazing, y'all. In nine months, I lived and traveled and visited over 15 countries. I hugged the Patronus Towers in Kuala Lumpur. I almost got stuck in Cuba. That's a story for another episode. Um, I lived next door to a brothel in Singapore on the beaches of Nassau and the Bahamas. It was amazing. I chose decisively to take that job because it was pretty much everything I wanted in my first job. When it was time to leave that company, which was only nine months later, because the red flags were way too prominent. They just kept getting louder and louder. I just chose just as decisively as I chose that job, I chose just as decisively to leave that job. Decisiveness won't always appear as such an easy choice. There will be times, many, many, many times over, where the path you should take will not seem so clear to you. And so that's what we're going to be discussing for the rest of this episode, and you'll just get better at it in life. You know, what is decisiveness going to look like to you? You know, to me, decisiveness is the ability to make a clear choice when presented with many options. And yes, it's also the practice of moving forward with your decision with confidence and getting the most from the experience the decision affords you. See, decisiveness is not just making a decision and then him hawing around or questioning it. It is making that decision and then acting on it. Act, action is the next week's episode. You see how these all start to go in order? So making the decision, then wondering if you should have chosen differently the whole time. You are, See, the whole time you are doing whatever it is you chose to do, you need to be doing whatever it is you chose to do, not questioning the decision of doing it. That's not being decisive. Math or English at 8 a.m., choose, move on. University of or blank state of, blank state university, choose and move forward. This major or that, choose already. <laughs> of course, you want to take some time to make the huge decisions. And obviously, I will be offering you some excellent action steps to getting to that decision moment later on in this episode and certainly in the book. But just keep in mind, when it's decision time, jump ahead. See what I say. Hear what I say. And then act on it. And then jump ahead in your mind and 
just think of what it would be like if you just acted courageously and moved. How you decide to be decisive is almost as important as the act of being decisive. Deciding flippantly by throwing a dart might seem like the best way when you're in the throes of the self-induced stressed avalanche you are experiencing. However, long-term, leaving your life up to chance you know how to throw a dart straight is a horrible way to make a life decision. Our inability to decide what we want to do can lock us up for prolonged periods of time and give us the illusion that what we are doing is actually doing something. Because by taking my time to make the choice, I have given myself the illusion that I am doing something. Are you really even taking that time to make the decision? Is it all just this big smoke and mirrors game? Do not allow indecision to clog your mind and get in the way of action. You cannot do it. So how about these tiny decisions you make every day? Are you a decisive person when you walk into a restaurant and you're able to sit anywhere you like? Can you just sit down? Or do you sit there and look back and forth at every option, every single table, the paradox of choice? Too many options, you can't choose one. So how easy is it for you to choose a table? When you look at the menu and all the options are available to you, how easy is it for you to choose an entree? Money aside. When you open up your closet in the morning, how easy is it for you to choose an outfit? Your shoes. Which backpack or purse you'll use that day? Life is filled with little decisions you have to make every day. If you get caught up in indecisive land over these tiny ones, what's it going to be like when your real decisions need to be made? Start thinking about how you traverse the small ones versus the big ones. It might seem insignificant which fancy latte you want from Starbucks, but it's when that indecisiveness starts creeping in to other areas of your life, how are you going to respond? So how do you be a person who is decisive? This is super easy. Just make a decision and run with it. Go. Move. Onward ho, if you will. Make the choice, guys. Just let it play out while you give it 100% of your effort all the way through. Do not stop a month in because it feels uncomfortable or you're scared or you're not seeing results. That's not being decisive. That's being lazy. Discomfort is a signal you are growing, learning something new, and most likely the result of you truly becoming the person you want to become in college. Choosing a major is life-altering and one that you should take some serious time thinking about. But overthinking it and taking the summer, the summer to decide is just buffering yourself from actual action. And buffering is like a computer when that little wheel spins. You know it wants to get to the action you've asked it to. It's just taking its time to get there. Will it freeze or will it actually move into that action? Are you freezing? Get out of freeze and move. If you were asked to decide what school to attend, a major, which class to take at 8 a.m., chances are pretty strong you'd know right off the top of your head which path you really, truly, from the bottom of your heart, want to make. Did you choose your major because it was forced upon you by your mom, dad, preacher, teacher, or somebody telling you how to do your shit on television? If so, that's no bueno. I've heard TED Talks on following your passions and choosing your career that way. I've heard other people say the complete opposite because your passions change as you age. See, when I was a kid, I was very passionate about sports, about sports cards, transformers, video games. How can being passionate about sports memorabilia, robots, or Mario Brothers become a career? Well, in 2019, I could easily be in robotics. 
I could be developing video games. I could own my own sports card store. I could be a sports broadcaster. I could have my own sports show on YouTube. You could take anything that you were really passionate about as a child and turn that into your job in the future. Ross Geller from Friends always loved dinosaurs when he was a kid. As an adult, he was a geologist at a New York museum. Like, you could actually choose something you've always really enjoyed as your major. There's always a way to turn that into a well-paying job. In fact, my mom used to tell me, you, if you are the best at something, you can make a million dollars no matter what the job is. Think about that. If you're the best at it, you can make a million dollars. If you really like picking up garbage, you can make a million dollars doing that just by owning your own garbage company. If you really like cleaning your bathroom, you can make a million dollars doing that just by owning a company that cleans restaurants and people's homes. If you really like delivering newspapers, which I'm not sure they'll exist much longer, but back in the day they did, you can make a million dollars just running a company that delivers things to people. No matter what it is, you can turn it into a viable career option. Just don't be so indecisive about what it is you want to do. You end up spending your freshman and sophomore year going back and forth instead of choosing and then experiencing. Changing your, 15, changing your major 15 times, constantly dropping and adding classes, switching professors, wanting to move from one dorm to the next or one house to the next, that's pretty energy-draining stuff. And you're putting yourself through that how often? When you'll just end up second-guessing yourself anyways because you seesawed back and forth on the decision to begin with. I changed my major a ton of times because I didn't want to leave college. I was not being indecisive. I knew exactly what I was doing. I want to stay in college (laughs) for 12 years. So I did. I told myself I'd graduate at 30. So I did. So here are my action steps on how you can become a Jedi for decisiveness. These are great. They're going to come in super, super handy. Right, Because it's all about how to be decisive. Consider everything. Self-imposed limitations are one of the biggest banes to human existence. I can't. I don't know how. I have never. Therefore, I won't. Are not sentences you, that you will believe about yourself any longer. Let them go. Release them. And we'll get into mindset strategies down the line. But if you just tell yourself, there is no such thing as anything that you can't do. There's no such thing as I don't know how. I haven't learned is another way of putting it, but not I don't know how. I have never, therefore I won't. I have never skydived, therefore I won't. No, that's not going to work any longer. Give yourself all the options, every single one of them. You're in college, guys. This is the best time of your life to experiment with your potential. This is the time in your life to make mistakes, which aren't really mistakes. They're just merely choices you made that didn't turn out the way you would have liked. You're starting brand new. So start making brand new decisions. High school is in the rearview mirror. And if you're still in there and you're just listening to this, get prepared. Trust me, high school will be in the rearview mirror one day. Who you were then or now is not who you have to be in college. In fact, it is mandatory that you evolve. You are on the journey of a lifetime. Trust me. Once you're out of school, you will most likely not have the environment of change that you do in college at your disposal. You just, more than likely, you will not. College isn't the end of your evolution. Trust me, I have lived many lives since the cap and gown day, but not since then have I found an environment where everyone around me was pushing themselves to achieve new and great things. Yes, LA is similar in that most people I interact with came here on a dream and a prayer. 
College, it's more condensed. People are generally within about six to eight years of age to one another, and there is a naivety to the whole environment that you will not come across in that scope ever again. Out in the real world, you might come across places that have a, that have a very condensed uh, amount of people, in a, uh, have a lot of people in a condensed area who are all striving to grow and evolve, but the naivety that you have in college won't be there. Because now all of a sudden you're dealing with 30, 40, 50-year-olds who have some serious experience. Step number two, make a choice. You can move into the land of indecisiveness and stay forever if you like. You'll just miss out on the world around you. This is the moment to step into courage. Procrastination and perfectionism will haunt you till the day is long if you don't get it together and make a decision. Now, you might be saying, but Jesse, it's not that easy. If I could just make a choice, I would have already made the choice. I get it. I do. I battle with indecisiveness regularly, and one of my favorite ways to combat this is ask yourself, what if you couldn't fail? What if no matter how you choose, it was absolute success? I'm talking about straight A's. You love all your classes. The campus is beautiful no matter the season. All your professors love you. Everyone who meets you is instantly attracted to your energy, enthusiasm, and your love for life. You are the star of this world, and you're loving every minute of it. What if you just took on that mindset? Now, which decision are you most wanting to turn out that way? Which outcome is the one you are drawn to the most? Slow down. Slow your breath. Slow your brain down. Ask your unconscious mind, what do you really want to do? And then actually listen for the answer. The first thing you think is probably the answer. You might dismiss it as just a random thought, but it's more than likely the answer. So if you think to yourself, what if everything turned out superb and you had three choices of when to take a class, everything worked out superbly no matter what you chose, which is the one you would be happier having chose? Now don't be silly here and balk at this if your first thought was to smoke pot, watch Netflix, and eat ice cream all day. (laughs) You might want to ask the question differently or find a different major that has that as the outcome of your college career. You know, become an ice cream scientist. That job actually exists. I've met someone. Become a, a herbologist and learn to grow wheat. You know, if you're if you're asking yourself, you know, if every no matter what I choose, I can be successful, and that's what you thought, then run with it. No matter what you choose to do, you can make a million dollars if you're the best at it. That is an absolute fact. My mom wasn't just making that up. Somebody out there runs a garbage company making a million dollars. All right. So step one, consider everything. Step two, make a choice. Step three, there is no failure, only feedback. And you can't get that feedback if you don't make a damn choice. Failure is all in the way you think about the outcome. It's a perception thing. You choose how you experience a journey and how you look back at that journey. If you do not make a choice, you will never get any results. Check that. The act of not choosing is actually a choice in itself. It's just a crappy-ass choice. A procrastination move meant to buy you more time to make a decision that you've already made and you're just unwilling to accept out of fear that you will regret the choice later. Just decide. Chicken or beef, decide. If the dish sucks, there's another meal coming. Ball State versus University of Florida, it took me seven years, but eventually I tried both. 
Someone at UF once asked me if I regretted taking 12 years to graduate college. My response, super simple. It was clear to me then as it is to me now repeating it to you. I just said, why would I be regretful? I love my friends. I love my school. We just won a national championship. Tim Tebow is our quarterback. And I enjoy life well more than I ever thought I could. I have literally enjoyed the life I've created for myself. I mean, sure, I've wondered what life would have been like if I had actually tried at Ball State, if I hadn't turned to drugs and alcohol to bury my emotions and to make new friends, to be cool. I'm using air quotes. Those choices led me to that place that day, and they've led me to this keyboard. They've led me to this microphone. As I was writing this book, as I'm doing this podcast, my 20-plus years of addiction isn't a failure on my part. I got a ton of feedback on how not to live my life, and I take those experiences into account each and every day of my life. Not just today, but all the future days to come. I've learned the hard way that every experience was a direct result of my actions, and that I cannot place blame or rewards upon someone else without first taking 100% of the outcome as my responsibility. So try this on for size. Say, no matter what decision I make, It is not permanent. I can always choose something different once I've gained experience in this choice and have more information to consider then. If you paralyze yourself with fear, live in indecisive land, and choose nothing, you will have nothing new to consider. When the choice is thrust in your face again down the road, and this time you can't buffer away the decision-making time, what will you do then? Feedback only exists when you have experiences that you've gathered, and therefore, more information to pull from. Failure exists when you don't experience life in order to gain that feedback, which leads us to step four, accept responsibility for your decisions. By not accepting the results of my college experiences and my life in general, really, my entire life, as the culmination of my actions during during my journey, I don't release the responsibility of my choices onto others. Rather, I blatantly am being immature and super irresponsible. So make that choice. Don't let your parents decide. Don't let your guidance counselor or academic advisor decide. Even if your parents are paying your way, pushing you to become a doctor because of family tradition, whatever this infinite, whatever the infinite scenarios I could come up with in this moment, whatever your parents are pushing you to do, the TV, your guidance counselor, whatever, There's infinite scenarios. I can't run through them all. (laughs) There is a way for you to take the reins and make the decision your own. You'll be the one waking up at whatever hour it is and heading to class, studying for those exams, going to that job, working for the man or the woman, and being the man or the woman. So choose wisely. This is only your life's path we're talking about here. Choose wisely. Regardless of your choice in life, whether you see this as infinite like they are, or limited, like they're not, they're yours to decide, yours to live with, and yours to take responsibility for. So even if you're being pushed into a certain major, you can decide how to act in that major, how to respond in that major, what particular niche within being a doctor or a lawyer or whatever it is that you're being pushed into. You can decide what to take on. So what if you're not being, in, what if you're not being decisive? What do you do about that? Just think this, guys. You're in college. Try new things out. 
You want to be a vegan? Be a vegan. All right? Whatever it is you want to do, do it. You want to be a pescatarian? Then be a pescatarian. You could be a vegan. Great. Take it on for a month. Take it on for three months. Whatever it is, just do it. If you're told you need to do a research paper and you choose to do it on water reclamation, then be decisive. Take that on. Do all the research. Knock that out. Don't wait till the last three days. Start working on it soon so that in case something with the research goes awry, you have time to decide. Start it as soon as it's given to you, as soon as it's assigned, and then if all of a sudden there are literally no way that you can do research on this, then you can change the subject. But don't just change the subject because you hear someone next to you say, wow, you know, environment, I chose clean coal versus dirty coal, and there's a thousand different things to talk about that. Don't just flip it because it's easier. Stick it out. Be courageous. Act upon it. All right, you can be extremely decisive about anything you want. You'll just never get any feedback. I could have been extremely indecisive about what I wanted each one of my chapters in this book that I wrote to be about. But ultimately, it just came down to writing it out. So what if you find yourself being indecisive? Choose one. Right? The paradox of choice says if you have too many choices, you can't choose anything. So you know if you wrote down a list of seven different term paper subjects which one or two really speak to you in that moment. So now mark out the other five. Now you only have two. Now it shouldn't be too hard to Google those, come up with an idea of which one would spark your fancy more, and then run with that. But just choose. Just choose. It's like if somebody holds a penny in their hand and says, it's in one of my hands, and they hold out their hands, fists closed in front of you. You've only got two. If you pick the penny, you pick the penny. If you don't, you don't. Life moves on. So make a choice. I chose telecommunications, then I chose journalism, then I chose photography, editing, graphic design. I had like eight majors. The, the, I didn't choose any of those out of fear. I chose them all out of courage because I wanted to stay in college. I wanted to learn as much as possible. So when I left, I was prepared. And I didn't want to leave college. I was at least decisive about knowing I was going to graduate at 30. Other than that, I allowed just whatever, whatever you know, struck the boat or whatever flew my goat or flew the kite at the time, I, whatever it was. But there was no fear of making a decision because I knew, oh, if I don't take photography, I'll take, it some other, I'll take it some other time. If you can't take a class in college, you can take it some other time. There's continuing education classes. There's other ways to experience, but you're in college. Don't sit in your dorm room wishing you had when all you have to do is walk out that door and do. Make a decision. And then move forward with it. You determine whether the outcome was positive or negative. When you get to the outcome, you always choose whether it was positive or negative. Experience is priceless, so opt to see it in a positive outcome. Now make another decision. If you're at a restaurant, staring at the menu for 20 minutes, trying to figure out an entree, there's always another meal. There's always another day to try on a new outfit. There's always another day to try on a new pair of shoes. There's always another day to go to a different event and meet different people. So don't be so indecisive that you miss a new experience. Change is inevitable. You are not going to be the same person when you made the decision originally when you get to the outcome. When you're halfway through the first class, when you're halfway through the first semester, at the end of your freshman year, you might see something about that major that you no longer like. You can choose a different career path that you know will 
give you more money or give you more experience or whatever it is that you, you desire. That's a very decisive decision. You might wake up 15 years from now in the middle of as middle management at Dunder Mifflin. You might be making six figures a year, but you might hate the fact that you have no flexibility in your schedule and you have no ability to take vacations whenever you want. Maybe you don't get to spend as much time with your kids or your significant other. But you made that decision in college to take on that career, so now you can make a decision to take on another career. I'll believe you on this. Just remember that college is about learning skills uh, for how to deal with life. You're, no matter, you, you hear a ton of people say this. Well, you know, college didn't really pre- prepare me for life because I, I got out, I got a job, and I had to learn their software. Or I had to learn their behaviors. I had to learn what was going on in their environment. Yes, yes, that's exactly what's going to happen. College prepares you for that. College prepares you for that by you going and trying new organizations, by trying new hobbies, by taking on new skills, by teaching you that if you just put your mind to it and learn, you'll get better at it. You may not have learned the software you need. You may not have necessarily learned the skill that you need when you get that job out of college, but you will learn the skill to learn new skills. You will have learned the skill to change your habits if they are no longer serving you. You will have learned the skill to meet new people and be okay and comfortable in your skin and be present and grounded in the moment with them in that conversation. Yes, you're going to leave school and you're going to have to study a book on how to do a good job interview. You're going to have to study a book on how to put together the best resume. It's learning in college how to learn new things that makes college so amazing. And part of that is learning to make decisions and then acting upon them. Don't ever let somebody tell you that college is a waste of time. That's their perspective on it. College is important because if you really, truly you know, dive into the experience, you learn how to create new skills, change your habits, have new abilities. Yes, you're going to have to learn new things when you get out of school. You're going to have to constantly learn. I can guarantee you there were people who'd been 10, 10 years out of school when the internet was invented, who now 10 years later had to learn Facebook, who 10 years later have to learn how to use a smartphone. They're learning new things all the time. That person who's 65 years old who's over there on Facebook on their cell phone had to learn how to do that. Ten years after you leave college, you're going to have to learn how to use a new app. You're going to have to learn how to use a new program. You're going to have to learn something new. And it's within college that you learn to love that learning process, that if you put your mind to it, you will get better and you will do it. If you're decisive and you choose to get better at something, you will get better at it, all because you act upon that decision. And that's next week's episode. As always, thank you so much for joining me here again on College Success Habits. Please subscribe, rate, review, whatever you do. Give me a little bit of a shout out. Hit me up over on Instagram. The Instagram page isn't developed yet. I'm not even really doing anything with it. But by all means, go over there. Subscribe now. I'm going to start coming up with really great content once I get this podcast under control a little bit better. Much love, everyone. As always, the power of positive energy, release it and flow. Be decisive. Make a decision. Then act upon it. See you next week. Bye-bye.